This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on or watching this on because we are now a video podcast and I'm going to try to continue to do this every week. Pero a veces a lo mejor no va a pasar, but I'm going to try, okay? I was so sick last week that I could not do a podcast. I did not have my angelic voice, and this is the voice that I speak to you guys with, and I didn't realize how much I needed it, (laughs) but I didn't listen to my body, and I kept going to work, and I was just like, I'm not sick, it's just a little, a little cold, you know? But that thing took me out. I lost my voice. I was so congested. I couldn't sleep. I had to get a doctor's appointment so I could get some antibiotics because it was so bad. So if you're feeling sick, listen to your body. Take time off because I didn't listen. And for that reason, it took me so much longer to recover, which I'm pretty sure my body is really good to me. And I would have been recovered quickly if I would have listened to it. But your girl didn't because I was trying to fight off the fact that I like, I don't get sick. And I started getting like very depri about the fact that I was sick and just like, oh my God, you need to take care of your body. Like you need to drink your vitamins and you haven't been good about it. Like just being hard on myself. And I was just like, relax, Melina. Like it's not that serious. Like you could be better once you get better. Just get better, rest. I slept so much. I needed it. And I finally am feeling almost better. I'm like 98%. There's like 2% that I'm still like coughing here and there. But if I know a lot of people have been sick. So if you've been feeling sick, I'm sorry to stay healthy, drink and eat well because it takes you out and you don't want it to take longer than it took. It took me like a whole week and a half to get better. So, um, so much has happened in like a week and a half that I haven't talked to you guys. I was going through it the last couple months since April, April, May, June. So three months ago was my birthday and on my birthday, I discovered a lump on my left breast and I was freaking out about it. So right away, like I started spiraling and I was like, what is something's wrong with me? And this is like the second time this has happened to me. The first time, like I, I, you know, I didn't know I hadn't really done a lot of breast exams. So if you're watching this or if you're listening to this and you haven't checked your breasticles, check them because we have to, we have to, you know, breast cancer. It seems like it's happening to younger women nowadays. So keep checking your breasticles. If you don't know how to make an appointment, ask your doctor to show you because you have to do it. The first time the doctor was like, it's nothing. Like that's how your tissue feels. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's how it feels. And this time I was taking a shower on my 33rd birthday and out of nowhere, I'm like, whoa, what is that? It kind of hurt. And my mom was like, oh, it probably just like a spider bit you, you know, we live in the rancho. So there's a lot of like spiders and insects. So 
I was just like, probably, right? But something in my head was just like, no, this is not a spider bite. And sure enough, it did not go away for a little while. And right away, I made a doctor's appointment. I went and the doctor was like, well, you're really young. Like, does it hurt? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. And like, like sharp pain, whatever. And she's like, it could be tissue. So she started, she examined my right breast and she's like, oh, it feels like just tissue. And then the left breast was the one that I had the bump on, the lump on. And once she started examining that breast, she started getting quiet and she's like, well, we can monitor it for like a month. And like, if it doesn't get better, then I'll send you for ultrasound. And I'm like, why do we just go straight to the ultrasound? Why are we going to wait? So anyway, she referred me ultrasound mammogram. Um, she's like, they'll let you know what to do. So I finally got my appointment. I had an issue with the schedule, this whole big ordeal that I don't want to get into because I got upset. <laughs> and um, I finally got my mammogram the week I was sick. So I got sick like on a Tuesday. On Tuesday, I had my exam and it was scary. Let me tell you, because I don't know about you guys, but I get like weird when I go to the doctors because I see so many sick people and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, take care of yourself. Like, let's be healthy because you never know. You never know when a sickness is going to get to you. Life is so unpredictable. And I was sitting there and then they have all this like breast cancer stuff because I'm going to the mammogram, right? And this lady comes and she like the one that took me in and she's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 33. And she's like you're so young like is this hereditary in your family and I'm like look like I had a lump and the good news was that at the by the time I got the mammogram which was like freaking three months later um I the lump had gone down so I felt a little better but I still was like spiraling because I'm this just I'm an overthinker so I kept on thinking, like, what if something's wrong with me? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what do I do? Like, what would I choose? And I'm like, I know, I know. I tell you guys to, like, um, be positive, but your girl was going through it. So I go, you know, they give me my gown and they explain to me what's going to happen. I'm like, okay. And it was very quick. Everybody was super nice and gentle. And they're like, okay, you're going to get your results in like two weeks. And thankfully, I got my results right away. And I guess it's good news. But they said that um, nothing was found on the mammogram. And it's just that I have a lot of tissue and that it's recommended that I do an ultrasound now. So I'm waiting for that and I'm going to do an ultrasound then and I'll feel all better about it. But I'm like 98% positive that I'm okay. So that makes me feel a lot better. And as soon as I got that news, I felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders because like I had been saying, I had been going through it. Like I couldn't, I just felt crappy. Like I had no motivation and as soon as I got that news, I did not realize how much it was affecting me. It was affecting me so much. So take care of yourself. If you find something in your body that doesn't seem normal, go to the doctor because it's not worth like spiraling how I spiraled for so long. Unfortunately, like in my situation, I had to wait a lot longer because someone made a mistake somewhere in an office and misscheduled me for my mammogram and then I had to wait longer but I am so glad that I you know got to 
act fast because you never know. You never know. I know a lot of girls that have been in their 30s and have gotten breast cancer. And it's just scary. It's so scary. Um, There's so many toxins in all our stuff. And like, I want to be like a natural girly. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I can never find products that I like. But I'm being more conscious because... After what I went through, I don't ever want to go through that again. And I hope I don't have to. But, you know, we have to take care of our bodies. And we spend money on other crap that we buy. Like, we need to take care of ourselves. And unfortunately, there's so much crap in our stuff that it's scary when you start reading on it. And all of a sudden, the algorithm starts showing you, like, all these breast cancer stuff. And I'm just like, oh, so I'm good. Your girl's good. I'm feeling better. And... It makes me happy that I'm okay and that a weight is lifted off my shoulders. So take care of your breasticles. Make sure you check them. And if you don't know how to, there's a lot of videos online. You go to make a doctor's appointment. Like, just make sure that you know what's going on with your body. If something is not right, get help. Try to find it because that was very scary what I went through and like I wanted to document it but I was so stressed out like I kind of did a couple clips of my mammogram I and I, I was just so like thinking all these things and I didn't get to but it's not scary um advocate for yourself because if you don't advocate for yourself who's going to do it nobody so make sure you speak up make sure you keep pressing for you know the test that you need or if they don't want to give you something, like, always advocate for yourself because it matters and no one else is going to do it for you, like I said. So now that I trauma dumped, um, what else happened? While I was sick, I didn't do much, but I did go thrifting and I find thrifting so therapeutic that it makes my day. I also realized that I was turning into an iPad kid. And by what I mean by that is that I could not be without my phone because my phone is always popping. Like, I'm always getting notifications all the time. And I have them on. I have some off, but for the most part, I had everything on. So I started limiting my notifications where I don't get notifications for my Instagram or for my TikTok anymore. And only when I log on, I see what's on there because I was getting so addicted to my phone that I couldn't be without it. And now I'm being better for the past week and a half. I muted my Instagram notifications. So only when I'm on it, I can see them or only when I go out of my way to go see them, I can see them because it was getting to be like addictive and I do not like that. (laughs) And what else was I going to tell you guys? Um... I didn't know that my story replies were off on Instagram until someone brought it up to me. Like, I'm so glad you're protecting your peace by, like, um, not having story replies. I'm like, no, that's how I like engaging with you guys. I like talking to you guys because that's something quick that I answer to. And, like, that's how I engage with most of you guys. So if you tried to send me something on my story and you couldn't, I didn't know. I don't know what Instagram has going on. There's a lot of new features and... I am a, what is it called? A boomer. I'm a boomer now. (laughs) I'm feeling old. I don't get carded anymore. So on Thursday, remember how I told you guys that I wanted to start doing like more um, things during the week because life was seeing me so bland. So I've been lately taking advantage of that where I'm like, oh, you want to go out on Thursday? Like I'm down. So on Thursday, my friend Angela and I went to 
this new taqueria called um, Taqueria Estrella. It's in Riverside. They had really good tacos and really good micheladas. So we went there, we met up, and then we walked. Um, if you guys are not familiar with downtown Riverside, there's a place called the Food Lab. And at the Food Lab, there's a bunch of different restaurants inside. It's kind of like the Anaheim Packing House. And then we had another drink there, and we were just talking and laughing. And I'm like, I need this. Like, I need this during the week. I've been so, like, on schedule all the time. And no, I can't do anything during the week because it's going to throw off my whole schedule. I'm a very routine person, but I'm becoming more, like, go-with-the-flow type of chick. Because I used to be very, like, no, this is on my schedule, and this is how it has to be. Now I'm way more flexible. And life gets better when you become flexible with your schedule because... Sometimes I'm like, hasta yo me enfadaba de yo misma. Si no hacía lo que tenía que hacer, if I didn't do what I had to do, it's like my whole day was like ruined. So I'm becoming more flexible, but I have to do more kind to myself. And that's called growth. Um, another th- uh, Speaking of growth, um, recently, a gentleman, a guy that um, was kind of a jerk to me went at the end of when we were dating, reached out to me. And old me would have been like, why the hell are you trying to reach out to me like you jerk or whatever? Or say like something like, well, you have so much audacity to be reaching out. And I saw it and I was just like, why are you trying to contact me? Like, you think que estoy estoy pendeja. (laughs) Like, you're wrong. (laughs) I've been healing, okay? No, but I thought to myself like, wow, like I have healed so hard that those things don't affect me anymore. Like initially I was like, what the fuck? You know, why is he messaging me or why is he trying to reach out to me after the way he acted? And he showed his true colors. Like I was fooled. I thought this guy was like sweet guy and little by little, everything started unfolding and his true colors showed. And when he reached out to me, I was just like the audacity to try to think that but I remember the old version of me would have probably entertained it or would have fought or would have been like, let's have some closure. <laughs> but new me is like, I don't need that type of negativity in my life. Lately, like it's been really hard to get to the gym after work or during lunch because it's so hot. Hey, during like winter, spring, it's cool to go during my lunch because I don't sweat that much. But you guys, I live in the Inland Empire. It is hot as balls out here. So I tried going one day during my lunch and I was just like, this is disgusting. Like, I feel gross. I mean, yellow baby wipes to give me like a little like bird bath or whatever. But it was just too much and it was too hot. And I wanted to wear shorts and I was wearing leggings. Anyways, lunch workouts were not working out. After work workouts were like uh, getting to my car was just exhausting and just like I did not feel like changing into my gym clothes. So the only other option is to go early in the morning. And I used to be so good about going in the morning. I'd be like up at 5 a.m. and like out the door by 6 something to go to work and it just worked out. And I stopped, like, I stopped doing that because I moved and then, like, now, like, I have a gate that I have to open and I was just like, that's just such a lame excuse, Melina. Like, you did it before you could do it again. Like, what's stopping you? Do you want to be a baddie or you want to be a saddie? And I decided I want to be a baddie. So two days this week, I woke up and went to the gym. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. I even folded laundry in the morning, like... 
and I had time to go to Starbucks, and then I had time to freaking get to my job early, which I never do. (laughs) I always walk in like right at eight o'clock. But it was so awesome, and I felt such a like high, and I had energy, and I slept well. So your girl is trying to get back into her five in the morning girly things, and I listened to this um TikTok clip or something that this lady named Mel Robbins or I think that's her name. I don't know if she's an author or something. I think she's an author. I've heard about her before, and she says that she does a five second rule. When she hears alarm, she goes five, four, three, two, one, and then she gets up. The other day, I think it was Thursday when I woke up early, I was like, uh, well, we could go after work. Like, I don't want to get up. Like, I'm comfortable. But my body was like, get up. But my brain was telling me, nah, you don't have to. And I was just like, no, you have to. So I finally like, it took me a while, but I got up. I went a little later than I planned to, but it felt so good to be done with my workout. And I felt accomplished because... I was struggling to get up and it feels great. I feel energized. I feel better. So hopefully this week we keep it going because we want to be baddies, not saddies. And also remember the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, get up. And I remember my dad used to always tell me, I don't get why you guys put like 20 alarms because my mom and I are the same way. I think my sister is too, where alarms ring and we're just like, uh, snooze, snooze, snooze. So stop snoozing, get up and go to the gym, get it over with. It feels great because the whole after like after work, I get to go home or do whatever I have to do. And I don't have to go to the gym and like be waiting for machines and like be watching like teenagers like hovering over all the freaking equipment. And it's amazing. And it's just I don't know. I get it now. I get it. And I've been to work early and like get everything done. I even pack lunch in the morning and sometimes ni me alcanza eso. So we're doing great, sweetie. If you are struggling, go to the gym, try going in the morning. It is so rewarding. Just make sure you have like your clothes lined up the night before. Like I already had like my set. I had my water bottle, my keys and my glasses. And I'm like, there's no excuse. You can do this. All right. Wow. Like I've been going for 18 minutes. (laughs) I wanted to talk today about, I feel like I haven't podcasted in a long time, so this feels different, but on today's episode, I wanted to talk about letting go of timelines because I had struggled in the past with letting go of the timeline that I had created in my head about by this age, I should have my dream job, have a husband, have a home, and have children. And it just didn't work out that way. And I think that society puts so much pressure on us, especially women, not only women, but especially women where they're like, hey, you're getting old, your ovaries are going to stop working, and you have to have a kid by this age. And if you don't have a kid by this age, you're not, and you're never going to have a kid. And I think that in our culture too, they tell us like, ay, se te va a pasar el tren, which means the train is leaving, which they they are saying that you're getting too old and that you're not going to get married because you're getting older. And I just think that so many things have changed from when our parents were younger. I remember having this conversation with my uncle, my aunt, and my mom, and we were talking about how at 33, like I am, they already had two kids and they had a home and they had their careers and everything. And that the option for traveling wasn't there for them. Like they grew up thinking, I'm going to get married and raise children and have a home. 
And my aunt was like, it's so cool that you guys get to like travel and experience things and go to concerts and do all these things. And I started thinking like, wow, like sometimes our parents didn't have that option and I have that option. And I'm super grateful that my parents sacrificed so much so I could have those things. And I, I just started thinking like well, life didn't go as planned and that's okay. And I'm, I've come to accept the fact that this is a different path that I'm taking and it's not what I had pictured and it's not what society pictures. Society for society right now, I am old and I should have kids by now and I should have a home and I should have all this and I don't have that. Therefore, I'm not good enough. And I feel like so many people fall into that trap of feeling not good enough because society tells them that they're not good enough and that they should have had all these things. But when you're putting pressure on achieving these things on a list of where you should be at a certain age, you start settling. So many people have settled to be in relationships that they weren't sure about just because of their age. So many people have settled on having children with a person that might not have been the right partner, but they were like, oh, but I'm getting old, so I need to have kids. And so many people settle for careers just because they make good money and you're stable now and you went to school for this and now like this is what you were supposed to do, but they're unhappy. And I think that we have to start letting go of those timelines and start living in the present and seeing what truly makes us happy and what truly are your goals in life. You have to check in with yourself and be like, okay, well, I haven't achieved those things, but I've achieved this. Celebrate your small wins, even if it's something so tiny, like you woke up in the morning to go to the gym. <laughs> Me estoy echando mis flores aquí. But um, you have to celebrate the small things in life and even though life doesn't go according to plan, you have to be okay with it. Because when we put so much pressure on achieving things by a certain timeline and it doesn't go that way, then we start being hard on ourselves and we start feeling like whatever we're doing is not good enough. And I feel like it's a constant battle that I had with myself, which I'm getting so much better at where I'm like, you know what? Life is good. Like I have so much freedom right now where... I could get up right now and go book a trip somewhere. If I had a family and if I was married, it would take a lot more than that. And I am enjoying my life day by day, as you should as well. Just because you haven't achieved everything that you thought you were going to achieve by this age does not mean that you're not doing well in life. And you have to stop thinking, oh, I should have done this by now. Is it something that you really should have done or that society or your family or everybody around you is telling you to do? You have to live unapologetic. You have to live unapologetically yourself and do the things you want to do. And I think that social media has a huge factor in the fact that we feel like, oh, we're not achieving certain things like other people. And we have to remember that social media is a highlight reel. And you don't know what it took for those people to get to where they're at today. And stop comparing yourself. Check in with yourself. Um, find out what you really want in your life and what are your values and what do you want to do? Because you have to stop living by a timeline because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Life throws curveballs all the time and you just have to be willing to roll with the punches because... I did not think my life was going to go this way. I am truly happy where I'm at today, but it took me a while to appreciate the fact that life didn't go as planned and that's okay, but 
Enjoy every day as if it were your last and don't compare yourself to others. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing week. Don't forget to order your Unbreakable Latina pullover sweatshirt. I love it. It's so cozy and there's only a few left. I think there's only one large left and there's a couple other sizes that are about to run out. So if you want to get your hands on one, go order it now. You can find it at www.unbreakablelatina.com and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on TikTok and Instagram and I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.